We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, guys? Welcome into another edition of Bogey Free. I am your host, Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at MattJonesTFR. And real quick before we get started, I want to remind you guys that Bet Online is uh, presenting the podcast this week. Uh, Bet Online is the fastest, easiest, and safest way to bet on all things sports. We got, what, March Madness. We got the Masters. We have opening day for baseball, if you're into that. Uh, coming right up, and Bet Online has all the news, scores, odds to help you get on the board and make some money. The best part is you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. If you head over to betonline.ag, use our promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your actual literal free money. Signing up is a great way to support this show as well as all the other shows on the Road of His Network. And the Bet Online site is uh, is something that I actually use. We, uh, my buddies and I, always do Super Bowl props, and we have had some trouble in the past trying to, uh, you know, deposit quickly, withdraw, and get all our, get all of our money back out after we hit, you know, orange for for Gatorade or whatever whatever prop bet we decided to degen on uh, for that particular Super Bowl. We set it up this year with betonline.ag. We deposited on like Thursday before the Super Bowl, got the uh, got our winnings out by Wednesday after the Super Bowl. So uh, it's definitely something that I actually use. Again, you can get the uh, promo code, use the promo code BLUEWIRE to get 
your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at betonline.ag. All right. So now that we got a little bit of the housekeeping out of the way, let's, uh, let's turn our attention to last week. Uh, we unfortunately couldn't get any, uh, any shows up last week. I was in the Poconos at an Airbnb and the, uh, the Wi-Fi was less than cooperative, we'll say. Uh, so unfortunately the, the solo pod just lives on my computer from last week and we didn't even attempt the, uh, the slate breakdown. Um, it was a, it was a week, a bit of a rough week in general, um, depending on who you were on. I thought that there were a lot of good game theory plays that could be made. And um, definitely uh, this format of the WGC with 70 golfers and uh, and no cut is not one of my favorite things to play. Uh, I think that it takes a lot of the skill out of it because obviously you're just, you know, you can, you can have a guy who shoots uh, – you know, poorly the first couple of days puts together a 62 or a 63 on Saturday. And all of a sudden this guy is back into it when you, you know, typically would have already been on your way home and packed up by then. So, uh, not always my favorite week. I think there's some strategy involved in no cut events. Um, I think it, it should be more game theory driven even than a regular week, but, uh, Definitely, definitely not my favorite, and my uh, my results from last week definitely reflected that fact. Um, Patrick Wheat, Pat- <laughs> I can speak. Patrick Reed, of course, won the event. Uh, finished at eighteen under, played really well, shot low on Friday, and then was nice and consistent uh, on the weekend, and uh, and got got to uh, got to hoist the trophy amid all of this. Just the cheating allegations and everything else. Peter Costas was on no laying up talking about how he's seen uh, Reed cheat multiple times. And even in this tournament, it wasn't without controversy. We saw just an, an absurd ruling that allowed him allowed Reed to get a drop uh, during the week that ended up literally being the difference because uh, he ended up beating Reed uh, beating DeChambeau just by one stroke. So, um, you know, you think about all the things that happened during a golf tournament, uh, a ruling like that definitely can and did swing uh, what ended up being the result. So kind of a bummer for uh, DeChambeau backers, came in second, played really well, um, had a had a shaky Saturday, but uh, a couple of rounds – at 65 and below, he he putted like crazy the first couple of days, uh, and then he he just sort of coasted through the weekend and got close, but finished a little short. Um, as you keep going through the leaderboard, it's a it's a ton of familiar faces. Obviously, in these WGCs, you have Ramit, third place, Rory, who we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, Eric Van Royen is a guy who is. Uh, sort of popular, maybe a little bit of a, a DFS darling and uh, played really well, finished tied for third with Rom this week. Um, Justin Thomas was up there. Paul Casey was just outside the top 10. Uh, Hideki was up there too in the uh, a tie for sixth. So just really a, a ton of guys 
who we're used to rostering doing well. Um, that's that's just kind of what the WGC provides every time we watch. Not uh, again, not my favorite format, but I am uh, I'm glad we are heading to the Honda this week because. There will be real carnage. There will not be a winner at 18 under par this week. Um, so looking forward to that pretty uh, pretty soon. Before we get into that, though, the cash lock review. Tommy Fleetwood at 9,200 was uh, paid off pretty well. He was just kind of like blah. Like he... He didn't have that round where you're like, wow, like he he hit his his ceiling and scored a bunch of DraftKings points. Uh, he ended up finishing with 77 DraftKings points for the week. He was tied for 18th for the tournament. Um, but like I said, he just he couldn't really couldn't really string it all together at once. He did have the 16th most birdies of the week, but he was outside the top 25 in every strokes gain category besides off the tee. So uh, definitely not the the ceiling outcome that we were hoping for. He was 9,200, uh, like I may have mentioned. So decent, nothing great, nothing amazing. Um, he's the most expensive golfer this week, so we will definitely, uh, definitely be talking about him tomorrow with Evan when we're back for the uh, slate breakdown. The second catch lock of the week was Carlos Ortiz at 6,600. He, uh, he, it looked like it was just going to be a complete disaster after Thursday. He shot a 75. He had, I think, three bogeys and a triple bogey on his card on Thursday. Um, but he settled down after the first round and played well over the last 54 holes. He had an eagle. And 14 birdies uh, across the last three rounds. So uh, he picked it up a bit. He finished the week in the top 16 for approach and around the green. And uh, and still came in in the, uh, in the top 15 with, or 16 with, uh, with a, pretty, a pretty bad putter. So 6,600, getting almost 80 DraftKings points out of him at that price is certainly something that we would take uh, pretty frequently. So just to update you on the cash lock so far this year, we have a uh, 10, 10 out of 12 for made cuts. Uh, we have 9 out of 16 finishing in the top 25, and then a couple of top 10 finishes. So looking to, looking to get a little bit more towards that, uh, that high end, those ceiling performances. Um, but you know, if you're, if you're locking in these guys for your cash lineup and they're both making the cut, you should be in pretty decent shape. The average price is 8,300, which, uh, of course means that it's the average price for every spot on your roster. You're not, you're not really spending any extra money, uh, picking the guys that I mention each week and they're averaging just over 70 DraftKings points for the, for the year. So not bad. Uh, we will uh, we'll hopefully hit on some top five finishers and some winners coming up here soon. Um, as far as the the single entry lineup review goes, the uh, same deal as usual. I've ran the optimizer with the cash locks in there. Rory was um, just basically breaking the power ranking model once again. He ended up finishing fifth. 
with just over 100 DraftKings points. He hit 75% of his greens in regulation for the week. He was all four. He got the all four rounds under 70 bonus. So just a really, really solid outing. He was the most expensive guy. He was super owned in the listener league at 35%. Um, but obviously, if you if you played him, that that didn't hurt you too much. Um, depending on who you got down at the low end, um, Mark Leishman. Uh, was the next guy that I uh, threw in the lineup. He finished T42. He, again, just another guy who really just couldn't get putts to fall. He he just didn't, never really got anything going. He only had one round under 70. Um, and just a, a few costly bogeys that hurt him. Uh, and he just, he never got it, never got it together. So, uh, Leishman was pretty disappointing as was Corey Connors. The, uh, he started off great Connors. He opened with a 68. He was towards the top of the leaderboard because of that. And then he just sort of cooled off and literally got worse each day. Um, on Sunday, he shot a 75 to drop way down into 50th place, which obviously in a field of 70, isn't going to do much for you. So, um, a little bit disappointing for Connors. The uh, the other plays in the lineup were the other play in the lineup, I should say, was Sebastian Munoz. He finished T fourteen, uh, stroke ahead of Carlos Ortiz. He was another cheap guy who uh, got pretty popular. He really could have even done a little bit better, but he had a few double bogeys um, and. Uh, but made up for it a little bit with a couple of birdie streaks and finished with 91 DraftKings points. So uh, a guy who um, provided a pretty decent amount of upside considering his price. uh, And hopefully you got him in a bunch of your lineups. He was 22% or so in the listener league. I think that's probably a little bit higher than most of the bigger contests, but he was definitely a popular guy. Um, for for the week moving on into our uh our preview for this week it's obviously uh the honda classic like i mentioned earlier it's at pj pga national a champion course down there um a course that has a, a pretty big uh pretty big reputation for being a lot more difficult than the traditional course that we see on uh the pga tour it's it's well, uh, that reputation is well earned. We've seen over the past few years, um, mostly scores in the single digits under par. No, there's not going to be an 18 under winner here unless somebody just goes completely supernova on the course, which I, I don't think would, I don't even think that's really in play. Um, as far as difficulty goes, the top 25 at this uh, course, average a, a little bit over 71 DraftKings points uh, for the tournament. That is the 11th uh, lowest score out of the 96 courses in my database uh, for, I guess, the past like 15 years or so. Um, so not not a lot of scoring. And the if you take a look, at uh at the guys who missed the cut it's it's pretty bad only 20 uh DraftKings points for those guys when you compare that to 
a place like uh you know some of these some of these more uh these higher scoring tracks like i don't know the stadium course you know la quinta those those courses that we that we just saw recently you're talking about even guys who missed the cut um you know scoring about 15 or so draftkings points per round so um definitely going to be lower scores uh so you definitely want to be rostering guys who are uh, hopefully going to make the cut. Obviously, that goes without saying. Um, but I think that I think chasing upside is a little bit detrimental this week compared to other weeks. I think it's much more important to find some of these guys who aren't going to make doubles and triples and are going to be able to club down and play pretty well. So um, that's sort of the general overview for the course. When we take a look at the at the power ranking model for this week, it's a bit um, I don't know. It's a bit all over the place, to be honest. The you have some guys who you uh, you definitely understand being towards the top, and then you have some guys who you can you sort of can be a little bit more unsure of. Um, Tommy Fleetwood is the most expensive golfer in the field this week. He is a guy who, um, you know, like we said before, has has a ton of upside, but he has been known to make a, a mistake here and there. Um, Billy Horschel at 9,200 is up in the top five of the power ranking model too. He's played, uh, he's been playing pretty well recently. He's a guy who we've seen get streaky and you know, get hot, but he also can fizzle out just as fast. So, uh, definitely, definitely somebody to keep an eye on and to consider, but I'm, uh, I'm a little hesitant. He's a bit like a, like a wide risk, a deep threat wide receiver that can absolutely go off. But at the same time, you also have to worry about a little bit of a dud over the past, uh, two over his past two starts. He has, a couple of top tens, but before that it was 68th, a couple of missed cuts, then another top 10, then a top 25, then he was 64. Like he's just, he's always going to be all over the place. Um, potentially it, this has clicked a little bit for him and he can string a few of these performances together, but, um, historically he hasn't necessarily done that, um, with any, with any kind of consistency. So, um, but again, popping in the power ranking model is always, uh, is always better than not popping in the power ranking model. As far as the cheaper guys go, I think, uh, Denny McCarthy at 7,100 is a guy who continues to pop in, uh, most of the work that we've been doing. Most of the tournaments that we've been playing recently, 7,100 is reasonable for him. Joaquin Neiman at 8,700 is a guy who I'm always willing to play. I think that you could probably make a case that he should be more expensive than guys like Benny on, uh, than guys like Shane Lowry, uh, Louis Ustazen is up here. I, I think that he's in that tier and you're getting a, a pretty significant discount. So he's definitely a guy that I'm going to be targeting this week. I don't know if he's, he might be a little bit too expensive, um, 
for cash lock consideration, but he will definitely be, uh, I'll definitely have some heavy exposure to him this week. Um, as we keep, as we keep looking through the rest of the power ranking model, a lot of the, a lot of the familiar faces, the guys up at the top, obviously the Kepkas and Fowlers of the world, Gary Woodland's up there. They're always going to be, uh, at or near the top, but, um, Charles Howell the third, I think, is another guy who is pretty interesting at eighty four hundred. That eight K range is is pretty loaded, so I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of those guys go under owned. Obviously, make sure you are paying attention to the ownership projections that I have over at Rotoviz, uh, so that you can see where there's going to be some leverage as far as ownership goes. Um, but Grio off a good performance at basically the same price could take a little bit of ownership. Uh, EVR at a really good price that uh, he's coming off. Eric Van Royen is coming off a good performance last week. So you're definitely looking at, um, at some guys who can soak up a little bit of ownership. And then you just have to figure out where you want to pivot to uh, from there. Zach Johnson at 6,900 is a little bit on the cheap side feels like feels like a cut made wouldn't be a, a completely out of the realm of possibility for him um obviously he's not like i don't know he it, i'm trying to think of a of a nice way to put it he hasn't been just uh tearing the cover off the ball recently he seems to have lost a little bit on his approach and his short game has struggled a bit but um at 6,900, I could see see a case for taking a flyer on him. Tom Hoagie at the same price is another guy who I think uh, could be pretty interesting as well. But we'll definitely get more into the plays, uh, the ownership projections, how the model looks uh, tomorrow when we get going with Evan again this uh, this coming week. So uh, other than that, we will talk tomorrow. And good luck. See you. Nobody builds five G. Like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.